0: Hello, Buildings on Air podcast listeners. This is your host, Keefer Dunn. Um, if you listened to the most recent episode of Buildings on Air, our March episode, uh, you heard an interview that I did with uh, the Chicago DSA, it's the Democratic Socialists of America uh, podcast, talking Socialism. It's a great podcast, and they just released an episode on housing yesterday, um, and I wanted to play more segments from their housing episode on the show, uh, but we really wanted to cover uh, the strike actions going on in the UK. As part of the March show. Um, But I wanted to play here for you um, on the podcast feed an interview that Talking Socialism did with the Autonomous Tenants Union. Um, It's a really good interview, it's short, um, and there's more interviews to be had on the Talking Socialism housing episode. So if you like what you hear here, if you like what you heard during the March show, um, there's a couple other. Fantastic interviews on housing issues um, on the Talk and Socialism podcast stream. So subscribe to that on iTunes. You won't regret it. Um, and without further ado, here is a very, very, very interesting clip from ATU. So right here we're
1: gonna be making a paper mache head. Uh, so if folks feel like getting dirty, you can you can do that one.
2: Uh. Last Saturday, I went to an Autonomous Tenants Union Assemblea at a Lutheran Church in Albany Park. I spoke to some of the people there.
3: Um, So, my name is Valerie Trickstead, and me and my mother are here because we are victims of being um, kind of mistreated and taken advantage of by our slumlord. Well, we've been living in our apartment for a little over two years at this point. And over the course of two years, we've been paying the downstairs gas and light bill without any knowledge. There have been multiple cases of plumbing problems and leaking that our landlord never fixed and that we would have to fix on our own and he would never pay us back for it. And beyond that, recently our ceiling in our kitchen was falling down and it literally did fall down. And we'd had to do all the repairs ourselves.
2: And uh, after you did these repairs, did you deduct that money from your rent?
3: Um, did we? Mm-hmm. No, actually no. Uh, well,
4: uh, some of them. Some of them, but yeah, the other ones, uh, like for the ceiling, no, not really. He has to actually uh, come and fix it. In the beginning, doesn't want to, but I have to hire a lawyer to make him do it. And I actually, after too many months, he kind of primed the ceiling. Only he didn't fix it totally, but he primed it, so at least it's not, you can see the the mold, the dirt from the ceiling. So. We do uh, protest. We did uh, some visit to to the landlord's house. Uh, We send some letters, we send some postcards. Uh, We've been doing a lot.
3: It's more successful as a group, because you have more power. Because when you're trying to face someone, like a landlord or rather a slumlord, it's gonna be even more difficult if you try to do it individually.
2: We're
1: making sock puppets. Sock puppets? (laughs) Yeah.
2: What are the sock puppets
1: for? to create a little theater play about tenant rights.
2: Who's the play for?
1: All for the neighborhood, for everybody. <laughs>
2: Asambleas. What's the Assemblée? an
3: assemblea? An assemblea is our um, bi-monthly, uh, twice a month meeting um, where we talk about um, cases that we're working on, and um, we. Do activities related to tenants' rights and talk about actions that are coming up. Um, So it's kind of like our our bi-monthly big meeting.
2: So some of those are um, kind of formal and it's about talking about what you're going to do to to change things for people who are renting, but some of them are are fun stuff like this.
4: Yeah, we have about we have we have two a month, so one is usually more low like low-key and, like, more focused on case, collaborative case management and, like, tenants issues. We usually have a section where we talk, we do, like, a workshop type thing, and then another where we actually go through the details of each uh, campaign or each case. And then we try to have one a month that's a little more, like, open to the public and for different things. This one is, like, a family-friendly one. Um, We've had a bunch of We're we're starting, we're gonna... I don't remember what were the you, last were you sticking it to one was spot on somebody? Yeah. Um, yeah. It was our winterization workshop. Oh yeah. The last one that was like more of a public event was a were winter rights workshop where we'd help people uh, learn about their rights in winter as tenants and gave we gave out some insulation stuff for people's windows and gave, like, just tips for keeping your place warm and how to write, like, a letter demanding repairs from your landlord and
2: stuff like that. Turn that over (laughs) to the station station leader, uh, the art director. Very literally, we are creating the backdrop for the puppet show. Um, So uh, we're going to use these these different types of uh, crafts that we're doing here um, to either, like, kind of spice up our actions a little bit or to, you know, have um, (laughs) them... be able to pursue, like, political education through different means and for different audiences, right? So being able to uh, talk about housing and gentrification to kids and like, in a way that's going to be um, engaging oh, yeah. for them. So what is the exactly that you're painting? What is it? So this is a backdrop, you know, it's a city, a cityscape, um, <laughs> and, uh, you know, we're trying to make it colorful, you know, um, vibrant, because that's, you know, how, how Albany Park is. I see, I see you got some pinks here and some, what do you call it's, that? Is that sea foam? It's a, it could be a sea foam, it could be a um, millennial pink actually. A millennial thing, yeah. there you yeah. go. I was That's going, right. very Art Deco happening here. <laughs> Yeah. I had a, I had a vision. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's some uh, like half ovals, I guess, that yeah. are, that are a little deco. That's right, yeah, yeah, we're going for it. Help
1: me park, it's the evolution. <laughs> That's right. Um, so we were for, hey, how's it going? Um, in the summer of 2016, um, a bunch of us had been working at a community center not too far from here. Um, and doing mostly uh, work around foreclosures after the crisis. Um, so um, the uh, when,
2: the two thousand eight housing crisis. Yeah.
1: So even in like 2015 people started still like feeling the effects of like the foreclosure crisis. Either they were just finally now being kicked out of their homes, or um, had been in the foreclosure process for years. Um, so we had had a member of the community come to us and say their house was their apartment was being evicted. There were sixty four units in the building and they didn't know what to do. So that was our first case of really trying to figure out how to do tenant organizing. Um, and then as we kind of got our bearings, we actually moved away from that community center, formed our own organization, and just started organizing tenants in the neighborhood because we felt it was more relevant um, what was going on. Um, and as we started doing more work, we realized that you know mass evictions were pretty common. We were only nine of us when we first started, um, just kind of figuring out, we really didn't have a ton of organizing experience. And this year is the year we finally started getting a lot of new members. And so we're able to do a lot more this year and it's been really exciting. So we're just hoping to spread as much knowledge as possible and try to build the movement, so. So,
2: um, A tenant's union, what exactly is that?
1: So, thanks. Um, So basically it's just a, either one tenant or uh, all the units in the building, it doesn't really matter. Basically, if you kind of just send a letter to your landlord saying, I am part of a tenants union, you're protected by the RLTO, the Residential Tenant Landlord Ordinance. Um, It's only for Chicago, um, but it is a pretty progressive law that I believe went into effect under Harold Washington um, and just has been you know, the court system is for property owners, like those are the folks that are going to be in control for the most part, but at least this ordinance does protect us in some ways, but you have to know your rights, you know, you have to do things a certain way. And so that's what a lot of our work is, just educating folks on what the possibilities are, how to reduce rent in a way that's going to give you the upper hand, how to make sure you are exercising your rights those types of things. So we use it as a way to fight retaliation. So for instance, if a building has really bad uh, conditions that folks are living in um, and they want to send a landlord letter to the landlord saying we're going to reduce rent in 14 days if you do not make these repairs, sometimes what will happen is landlords will then just evict, um, especially if they're planning on selling the building in the future um, or just just because they can. Um, so a lot of the a lot of the tenants we work with have month-to-month leases as well, which makes it a lot easier for them to just serve eviction notices. Um, so basically, if we can come in early enough and say form a tenants' union in the letter, let them know that you are demanding these repairs as a union, and so if they were to send an eviction notice three weeks later, you would be protected uh, against uh, retaliation, which is what we would claim um, in court. Um, we so we're anti-capitalist, and we believe that basically collective process is the way to kind of move move our our rights forward to kind of change things. Um, and so, in that vein, we don't want to have like a hier- hierarchical structure. Um, we want people to have input every step of the way. Um, you know, that's easier said than done. I think right now we're trying really hard to be as transparent as possible and bring as many folks in as possible. Um, sometimes decision making does fall on the core group of uh you know organizers uh but we are working to make that not be the case um because we really want people to feel like they can be involved in any capacity that they can um and we want to make it as accessible as possible too so no smoke and mirrors no gatekeeping that type of thing um
2: yeah so this is some kind of Anarcho syndicalist commune that you built here.
1: You know, we don't uh, we don't label it like that because um, not everyone in the group considers themselves anarchist. Um, but we all believe in a- autonomous lives and and finding alternatives to the system that we're currently in. Um, and often that falls in line with a lot of anarchist principles. So um, we're just trying to build community and make folks you know empowered and fight back. So.